Our first question will come from Rick Stroud. Hey, Coach. Um, I know everybody's thoughts are on uh, on Ian and, and everyone staying safe. Can you just describe, you know, what it was like to have to move, you know, entire football operations down there? How you think this might impact your preparations? And I know some families might be accompanying you. Um, just how different this is. Well, it's very different. You know, first of all, you know, our thoughts and hearts go out to everybody in Tampa that's still there and hoping that they recover well and it doesn't hit them very hard. You know, that that's the biggest thing. What we do is really small entertainment for people that go through a lot of rough things. And hopefully, you know, we can provide that. So it, it's a bigger than just the football team, number one. Uh, number two, just making sure the players' families are safe and the coaches' families are stay safe and everybody on the staff is safe yeah. so they can concentrate on football. So we brought a lot of them down here. Everybody that wanted to come could come, family-wise and otherwise, including pets. So <laughs> we've got to make sure those people are fine first because you really can't concentrate on football without taking care of your family. That's correct. And if you could just uh, update us a little bit, if you know, um, whether Chris Godwin or Julio Jones or Donovan Smith may practice at all today? Uh, some of them, two of them may. Don't know which two. We got to finish that. The stretch <laughs> will determine that. I'm pretty sure Godwin and Julio will do something today. I'm not sure about Donovan. Okay. Thanks, Coach. We'll go to Greg Amin. Todd, hope everybody's doing well over there. I just want to ask you logistically, I'm sure you guys looked at a lot of different options. Um, what made this right for you guys and, and how you guys just, if you can just take us through what you're, what you're doing there and how you were able to kind of make a, a makeshift week of practice to get ready for Sunday. Well, we were talking about West Virginia, you know, at first we were trying to go there. You know, a lot of teams go there to work out. They have good facilities and working out there. And they can hold teams and, and hold a lot of things. But I think people would have still been away from their families. And even though their families could have come there, they would have been a little further away as far as hotels are situated. So Miami came up and it looked like it wasn't going to get hit as hard. Hopefully not. And it was an easier trip. And then people that had pets and everything else and older grandparents and parents that was with them could drive down. So wanted to be closer to their family. So that played into it a lot from a preparation standpoint. You know, we're still preparing. We got practice this afternoon and we're meeting as usual, as normal, trying to see what happens. We're still waiting from the league as far as that's concerned or where we would play. Hopefully it's still Tampa. Right now it is, you know, that's what we're preparing to do. And we're going to try to go about business as usual. You know, it's a little different, but everybody's family's safe. So hopefully we can concentrate. Todd, did they give any sense what the most, if they moved things uh, in terms of time, what the next window would be if it's not Sunday night in Tampa? Not at this time. We're still waiting on the league at this time to give us a decision. They're monitoring it, and we're monitoring it together. And, you know, when they get back to us and we talk, we'll know more. Thanks, Todd. Be safe. Yeah. Generally. Hey, Coach, good to see you and appreciate you still doing this while, uh, you know, things are, I'm sure, you know, quite uh, different for you guys down there. Just how much of a difference is uh, you guys' day-to-day operations and practice schedule and things like that? How much has that been altered by, by having to suddenly move everything down south? 
I don't know if it's been altered. Obviously, when you're not in your building at home, things are a little different as far as meeting places and meeting spaces and bussing over to practice and doing those things. So tweaking that part, you know, it's, it's almost like being away from training camp, really. But you have your old family with you. So you kind of do double duty and make sure everybody's taken care of, especially the small kids. So it alters a little bit that way. But from what we do from a practice and game plan standpoint, that's kind of the same, just different meeting places. And switching gears just a little bit, I know that you said you were going to meet with um, the football ops and you also were going to contact the league office regarding the kind of the Jumbotron situation. Didn't know if you get, got any more clarity on those. I did, and it wasn't a big deal at all. Thank you. Ira Kaufman. Todd, talk a little bit about the burden on, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, Todd, when you're a D coordinator, you know, you're thinking about your guys and your guys are playing great. Uh, now you're head coach. You got to worry about the whole team. And, you know, the complimentary football has been a little short, Todd. So do you feel the offensive guys are feeling a little bit extra burden at, at the moment? I don't think they're, I don't think they are. I think we got to straighten some things out and we got to click better. And, you know, it's a lot of football to be played. Like I said, it's early in the season. We played three ball games. We want that trend to get better, and I think it will get better. Obviously, we want to execute better. The penalties can't happen, and we got to play better, and that's the bottom line. So we'll practice, try to practice like we're going to play in the ball game, like we always have been, and let them come around. And, Todd, what have you noticed about um, Fournette the last couple of games hasn't been as productive? Well, they've been making some plays on defense. The holes haven't really been there for him. He, he's been productive doing the little things as far as catching it out of the backfield, picking up blitzes and chipping defensive linemen. But we got to get back to running that. When we run the ball, we're trying to get three or four yards of pop, and he's been effective at that the first game. We just got to get back to it. I don't think we're executing at a high level right now on offense, and that, that's got to change. Thanks, Todd. Sarah Walsh. Hey, Todd, thanks. Um, you touched on this a little bit at the top, but can you just talk about the challenge of, uh, you know, you guys have to keep these guys focused, right? And there's a lot going on for everybody on this call, right, outside of football right now. Um, just the challenge of, of preparing for a game that is coming. We don't know maybe when and where right now, but keeping, you know, the job of being focused on football while dealing with massive life situations outside of it right now. The biggest challenge, uh, I think we're already clear, is just keeping their families safe. You know, everybody's loved ones are safe, and that, that's number one. You know, the houses and all the monetary things, you don't really worry about. So if the family's safe, you can kind of concentrate on football. It's a little bit out of their element and out of your element because everyone's here at the same time. But you got to try to focus in on the meetings and get their attention back, you know, and bust them to practice and practice the right way. We can't control the outside forces. You know, our thoughts are with the city of Tampa right now. But where we have to play, hopefully it is Tampa and everything is fine. That means we're not damaged too much. But if we have to go play elsewhere, you know, we just have to focus and lock in. Nobody's going to feel sorry for us, you know. So we got to be ready to play. Joey Knight. Todd, my uh, connection's a little shaky. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. You mentioned Monday you'd like to see other running backs get involved in the in the game plan. Is one reason that they haven't just maybe some pass blocking deficiencies or some struggling in pass blocking with those guys? 
No, we were getting off the field. You know, we've been getting off the field. And a lot of it's a lot of trust in Lenny more. It is the other guys. You know, it's not that they're they can do all those things. We just have to put them in there and let them play. And can you speak to the weapon Jake Camarda has been to this point? It looks like he's given you all exactly what you wanted. I thought he did a great job last game changing field position and helping us keep the score down. Even when we were backed up some, he was booming some out there and they were going high, not just deep for some fair catches. And I thought that changed the field position for us a lot to allow us to hang in the game. Thanks, Tom. Scott Reynolds. Todd, your, deep, your defense has done a lot of things right so far, and a lot of those boxes that you like to have checked have been checked, whether it's been third down conversions, whether it's been takeaways, whether it's been keeping points to a minimum. You guys are still tops in, in scoring defense. What has been the one thing that you may be the most proud or excited about so far that you've been able to accomplish on defense and want to see continue? I don't know if I'm proud or excited. The first three games, I like the effort and I like the communication that has picked up. And we played defense once you get past the first drive. And we talked about it this morning as we've been talking about it all week. We've given up 27 points. 20 of them have been on the first drives or the first two drives in Green Bay's case. Uh, three to the Saints, three to the Cowboys. So we got to learn how to start faster. And we're looking for ways to start faster and communicate and play better right off the top. And, you know, the, the NFL schedule, which is something you guys don't control, you know, they, they took one of your home games and made that the international game this year. Um, can you just speak to, you know, potentially losing if the game can't be played at Raymond James Stadium, that home field advantage against the Chiefs and, you know, what type of, of detriment? I mean, you're going to have to play where you're going to play. You can't control that. But but not having that game at Raymond James Stadium, what you know what that could mean? Well, it's big for the fans because we've been away for six weeks and only to have one home game and then play away again, you know, it's tough for them. We've learned as a team, you know, as a coaching staff and players, we have to play anywhere and you have to get it done. You know, the field's still 100 yards for us no matter where we play. We've won the first two on the road, so we've definitely shown we can do that and we just have to focus in and play. Greg Allman. Hey, Todd, I know your personnel has changed a lot, especially up front, and the Chiefs' offensive personnel has changed. But when you look back on that Super Bowl, I just want to ask you how much that still is kind of the model of what you want from a defense um, in terms of takeaways, in terms of, of shutting down an opposing offense like you guys did that day. Well, that was a special day, obviously long ago and far away. It's something for the memory banks you'll never forget, but – we want to play that fast. We want to play that smart. I mean, you want to be clicking on all cylinders at all times. And if somebody is down, you want to be able to pick that other guy up and move on from there. But you you always strive for greatness. And if you don't re achieve greatness, you, you know, you get excellence. So, you know, that's always our model. That's always what we're pushing for. Quick job. Todd, they, they've changed a bit since that day. Um, obviously, no Tyreek Kill. I think their receivers have two touchdowns so far this year. How are they different? How are they getting it done with Patrick Mahomes right now? Well, the running game has picked up. You know, they got big offensive linemen down there. They got bigger receivers as opposed to smaller, quicker receivers uh, that can catch the ball very well. And they still got Kelsey. They still got Hilaire. They still got a lot of pieces and Mahomes. And only gotten better since we played him. He was great then. He's great now. He's gotten better. 
he's seeing a lot of things. He's running the offense well, and, and they're clicking on all cylinders as far as a unit. You know, it doesn't have to be an individual person. The unit is playing well. We have time for a few more. We'll go to Evan Klosky. Hey, Todd, I'm just wondering if in your career you've ever been a part of a displacement situation like we're dealing with right now. And also, is there, if not, or if so, is there a voice that you've leaned on during this week to kind of handle everything? Well, I have not as far as a player been displaced from anywhere. You know, I've been on a strike before, but not, you know, hurricane-wise, I have not been displaced. I was in Miami when we had one, but we stood put and it wasn't that heavy. You know, I think it was like a category one or something. So we withstood that. But I think it was the off season then. And, you know, talking to people about a hurricane is kind of difficult because no one really hasn't been through it. You know, you, you try to make sure that the organization, the families and everybody's fine so we can conduct somewhat of a football practice and meetings to have some normalcy from that standpoint, but you cannot do that unless you feel like everyone in the organization's family is safe. I think the Glazers have done a great job of getting everybody safe and getting everybody down here. You know, it's a double-edged sword because you feel for everybody else in Tampa and you can't save the world, but our heart goes out to everybody there. So you, you try to take it day by day and not make it too big for yourself and, and you know, just make sure everybody can function. Last question will come from Jenna Lane. Hey, Coach. Um, with, you know, you mentioned Chris and Julio possibly practicing today. There's so many unknowns on Sunday with game day, but, you know, we don't know what the field conditions are going to be like. How much does that play a role in whether or not those guys will get the green light when you're possibly dealing with, you know, some, some soggy field conditions, right? You've got a, a knee injury and a hamstring injury. Well, if they're healthy and full speed at 100%, they're going to play regardless of field conditions. You know, we, we monitor the health first, you know, and depending on the health, if they're 100%, it doesn't matter. If they're not 100%, it may play into it some. So we'll see how the week goes. All right. That's all we have time for. Thanks, Coach. Thanks. Thanks. Be safe, guys. Okay, our first question will come from Elaine. Gotcha. Hey, Shaq, good to see you. Um, first things first, just just what's it been like for you uh, the last 48 or so hours? Because not only are you trying to focus on a football game, but you've also got a, a family, a large family that you've got to take care of, and you got to make sure they're safe too. Yeah, we just was uh, figuring out the plans, what the team was doing, where we was uh, relocating to. And once we figured that out, we just had to figure out uh, was we driving or flying because we wanted to bring our dogs down and didn't want to leave them. But once we finally figured the plans out, we just just had to be patient, uh, like with the flights getting here and stuff like that. But it wasn't it was a little bit stressful, but it wasn't too bad since we got out before everything came. And so. and one thing, oh, sorry, and one thing Coach Bowles had talked about with us. Um, and then he addressed with the team was these kind of these slow starts on defense. Um, from your standpoint, can you kind of pinpoint why you guys have, you know, gotten off to slow starts on defense and then, of course, you know, clamped down and, and the rest of the games? Uh, it just be us. It just be about us taking what we see and trusting what we see in practice into the game. Well, for my position group anyway, 
because it'd be some times where we jump out our gaps or it'd be times where we don't trust what we see and we end up giving up a five yard, six yard run or something like that. And that that hurts uh, the start. That hurts any point of the game, but most definitely to start the game because they trying to gather momentum and gain momentum. So uh, we able to just uh, limit that to two or three yards instead of five, six yards, we'd be in a better position. Rick Stroud. Hey, Shaq, it might seem like a while ago since you guys faced the Chiefs and Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but you played them a couple of times. I think you chased them about 500 yards that day. Um, what have you learned about, about Mahomes? What, what is it that uh, your defense um, knows they have to do to compete against him? Uh, we know that we're going – hopefully we won't have to cover for a long time because the pressure is getting there. But, you know, he'll play – he's going to make guys miss and he's going to extend the plays and try to make a play. So we could just limit that as much as possible because it's hard to cover people for five, six seconds, no matter who you are, no matter what uh, caliber DB you are. And we got a lot of great ones on our team. So if we could just – get them on the ground when we get the first opportunity and not miss and we'll let them make us miss. It'll help our defense a lot. Great. Hey, Shaq, from, from what you've seen uh, in these first three games, how different is this Chiefs offensive line from the one you guys faced in the Super Bowl two years ago? Uh, I think they, I mean, <laughs> I really don't think it's too much of a difference. I think we have a lot of favorable matchups. I think we have an opportunity to really dominate the game as long as, uh, like, I just think, yeah, we, we got an opportunity to really impose our will uh, as uh, pass rushers, as rushers uh, this game, and we could really have, a like, a coming out party. Cause I know we had six sacks, but the other game, but we could really have a coming out party as uh, edge and as uh, edge defenders in the position group for this game. Sarah Wolf. Hey, Shaq, I don't think we've asked anybody um, yet this that's been on the Zoom with us. Um, we obviously here all know what it's like in Tampa. I know you guys are probably practicing indoors and are in hotels, but um, what is it like down there um, weather-wise? Because I know they were you were still getting hit. So can you just kind of describe the scene of what's going on down there in Miami? Oh, it's been uh, – we, we came in, it was raining once we got in. Uh, rain for a little bit of the night, then it stopped. And I don't think it has done anything since or not to my knowledge anyway, but it's been some wind out here for sure. And it's not, it just seemed like normal floor of the weather for this time, but it's nothing like crazy besides it is on the outskirts of a hurricane. Um, is that weird for you guys? Um knowing you know that you know so many people up here and then you guys kind of escape it is that when you guys are back at the hotel when you're not studying football how how much are you guys locked into what's going on up here uh when i'm uh chilling with my wife we most definitely checking the weather i'm looking at the cameras to see like if it's flooding on the street or like anything going on so i'm uh locked in uh, with some of my downtime for sure but i'm glad that uh everybody who did make it out made it out and it's just pray for everybody to stay safe who's still there and that uh, hopefully it's not as bad as it's supposed to be, but I know that's probably not going to happen, but I just hope everybody stay safe. All right. That's all we have time for. Thank you. All right, thank you. First question will come from Rick Stroud. 
Hey, Devin. Um, I know this is a, a different circumstance for all you guys. Uh, just what it's been like sort of relocating down there, uh, securing your families in your case, you've got a stable full of horses, just all the preparations that had to happen to get you guys down there and, and get ready for this game. Uh, I mean, it's, it's been a good process. I feel like the uh, the team helped make it easier for us, you know, as far as the transition on coming down and uh, kind of having us ahead of the schedule with allowing us to know what, what the plans were going to be so we can obviously get things in play for our families and, you know, for mm-hmm. – pets or whatever the case may be. So I think it was a great transition. I don't think it got nobody out of whack. And, and you know, you've you played Patrick Mahomes several times, obviously the, the most recent, the Super Bowl, where you didn't allow a touchdown. I know they're different without Tyreek, et cetera, but how, what did you learn about Patrick Mahomes in the times that you've gone against him? Oh, I just, I learned that he's uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks that I ever faced. But obviously besides that, he's a guy that uh, when you're facing him, you got to be patient with him. And you got to be able to go car for car. You know, if he throw out an ace, you got to throw out a king, you know, type deal. So you got to be able to go back back and forth with him. And, you know, I think that's where Coach Bowles and the coaching staff come into play. You know, they, they got to have a great game plan, you know, for him to be able to try to decipher through the defenses that we throwing at him as well. Thanks. Generally. Hi, Devin. Uh, good to see you. Rick asked about it, the the stable of horses. How are they doing right now? How do you secure horses in a, in a storm like this? Um, I don't know. I guess you just got to uh, pray. But I think um, my barn is more expensive than my house. So I think my barn oh, wow. is built for this type of these type of things, you know, hopefully nothing, you know, comes too close. You know, I've just been watching the cameras and I have somebody working at the barn that stayed behind. So hopefully everybody there is just safe and, uh, you know, we can just get past this. Yep. Definitely got to think of the animals. Um, and, you know, something that's kind of stood out from the first three games have been kind of these slow starts on defense. Coach Bowles mentioned that to us, that he uh, talked to you guys about that this week. Can you pinpoint maybe why you guys have had some of those slow starts defensively? Um, I don't think it's a pinpoint thing. I think it's just a, um, just the in the moment thing, you know, each play, the guy just got to make the play, you know, whoever it is on third down, second down, whatever it is, we just got to make the play and we just got to be able to uh, communicate a little, you know, get out to a better start of communicate. Cause obviously, you know, like the other day we gave up two touchdowns and then none. And I think the communication got so much better throughout the game, but really, you know, we just got to come out talking and kind of uh, seeing eye to eye. I think, uh, you know, the game get going and moving fast and everybody just, we're so happy to play and want to go make a play that, you know, we kind of lead the communication, uh, you know, and I just think it's a communication. Thank you so much. Greg Allman. Hey, Devin, I know when you're there at one buck, there, there's so much kind of technology and convenience to being able to, to pick teams apart and look at tape and everything. How are you guys able to kind of prepare as best you can uh, for this, this Chiefs team on Sunday, given where you are and, and what you guys are going through this week? Uh, we got a great video staff. Um, they got the same type of projector set up, and obviously each player has a Surface or an iPad, so we're still getting our own film study in. And obviously the the coaches already broke the team down, and we was that's what we just got finished doing, just watching tendencies and stuff. And, you know, this kind of new offense without Tyreek Hill, as everybody knows. So we've just been trying to uh, just hone in that way. Thanks, Devin. Fair Walsh. 
Hey, Devin, I know there's a lot of logistics um, up in the air right now. How important is it for you guys to have this game be a home game in Tampa on Sunday? Uh, I don't think it's that important. Uh, I think the safety is more important. So if it's like storming and stuff, we don't need to be there. But I would love for it to be a home game just because, you know, it's one of our night games. I don't know how many we have, but I love for it to be in front of our fans, especially going against a good team like this. You really need the fans on your side, you know, to kind of help you get that momentum in the game and kind of feed off the energy. But, I mean, whatever it is, I think the safety comes first and, you know, uh, the game of football don't really matter when you're talking about people's lives and, you know, people in the community being affected by something like this. We have time for a few more. We'll go to Steve Isbitt. Devin, uh, where do you feel you are with your game through three games? What do you like about what you've done? What do you feel you need to do better? Where are you? Uh, I'm in a good space with my game within three games. Uh, obviously, I always feel like I can do way, way much more, you know, but um, man, my coach give me a challenge every week and, you know, every week it'll be different. You know, last week it was making sure 33 and don't get going. And I think I did a great job of that. You know, besides one time, I kind of let him slip through, got a little greedy. But obviously, he only had 11 receiving yards, and he probably been having way more than that before he played us. And in a run game, you know, make sure he don't get no tosses, you know, uh, going. I think uh, we did a great job as that. So I'm, I'm, I'm fairly good. You know, obviously, I want to keep sharpening tools and you know get my hand on on a couple picks, and I think that'll kind of keep me trending in the right direction. But so far, I'm thankful for uh, what I'm being able to display on the field. Joey Knight. Devin, we know this is a game of field position. How much has your punter benefited you guys from a defensive standpoint, the position he's been able to put you guys in? Uh, he's done a great job. You know, I always tell him, you know, uh, in the locker room, you know, man, just keep kicking the ball. You know, you got one job, and we need you to be the best at that job. But, no, nah, he, he, he's a bright spot there. It's a very bright spot there. And uh, he knows there's no pressure on him, you know, at the end of the day. But um, he go out and do his job, and we're very thankful for him because, you know, we're able, to, uh, we're able to turn that into a better field position for our offense when it's time to uh, stop him wherever he kick it at. So uh, we're just thankful for him, and he's doing a great job. All right, that's all we have time for. Thanks, Devin. All right, thank you. Okay, our first question will come from Greg Allman. Lenny, I think you had six snaps off on Sunday. I just want to ask you about, uh, I know you're a guy that doesn't like coming out of the games to begin with, but just long-term, whether, uh, whether you worry about wear and tear at all, if you're playing all but nine snaps, all but six snaps, basically out there the entire game. Yeah, I feel like uh, the coaches, they're going to find a way, you know, to uh, help me out with a lot of the guys coming in, Rashad and Steve and things like that, you know, but right now, you know, it's all about, it's all about winning, you know, and that's what I'm trying to do each and every week. Uh, try to put my team in the best position to win. You know, as if I'm not on the field, on the field, it doesn't really matter. You know, it's all about winning these first couple of weeks. And uh, the way I tell you, you know, um, it's all about how you train. You know, I train my body like this for this in the off season, you know, to get prepared for things like this, running the ball, blocking, you know, things like that. So I just feel like uh, the hard work I put in 
throughout the, the summer. You know, it doesn't, it's not affecting me right now. So I feel great. Thanks, Lenny. We'll go to Rick Stroud. Hey, Lenny, you're, you're no stranger to hurricanes. We've talked to you about <clears throat> what you've gone through with that and your family uh, in, in the New Orleans area. Um, do when you see these things, how scary are they to you? And then just the what you're going through with being displaced this week, not just as a team, but also uh, with you know some of the, the families with wives and kids and everything else. Yeah, uh, like I said earlier, you know, it's it's cool seeing a, a lot of our colleagues, families around with their kids and things like that because you only really experience them and seeing why they're at work by themselves. Right. So uh, it's kind of it's kind of cool seeing them firsthand as fathers, you know, uh, me going around, you know, speaking to their kids and things like that. And just showing, like, outside of football, you know, these guys are great fathers. You know, RJ, Levi, guys who's on our, 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 our I guess I'll say our staff for media. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's great seeing that. And uh, also just I've been through Katrina, you know, as a kid. Sure. I know how severe and serious it is. So when uh, I think the Bucks did a great job with evacuating everyone, you know, making sure everybody's and families okay. And uh, mm -hmm. I hope y'all doing okay too. You know, it look like some of y'all at home. Yeah. Uh, but I just know how it is, you know. And I just thank God that uh, we got out there, and I just we just praying for the families up up there in Tampa. Thanks, Lenny. Generally. Hey, Lenny. Good to see you. Um, and thank you for that, by the way. Um, hope your family's doing okay. For you, like, how difficult is it to focus on a football game when you have, you know, some of those memories that kind of come flooding back to you? No, no pun intended, but just, just what is it like when you have some of those memories coming back to you, um, in with a situation like this? I mean, at the, at the time, you know, I was a kid, you know, and um, didn't really understand and know how serious the situation was. But now, as an adult, you know, with my own kids, and I'm older, you know, I understand the the seriousness of the whole situation. So, I mean. There's not too many memories, you know, I, I really think about, you know, I mean, I leave it in the past, you know, it happens, you know, it's part of my journey, but um, I know how serious it is. So I know how it can turn for the worst. So I'm just happy uh, we got ourselves out there, our families, and uh, everyone is safe. Thank you. Evan Klosky. Hey, Lenny, I'm just wondering if, um, you know, I don't know if anybody on the team uh, you spoken with to, to give some words of advice to somebody who's who's been around a, a hurricane before a severe one and if there's anything you can say to the fan base as well you know so many of them will be will be affected affected by this maybe something you've learned whether during it or or afterwards that that maybe you can give some words of advice encouragement <laughs> now nah, uh, just stay safe you know uh, protect your family that's what it's all about. You know, uh, if you had the decision or the choice to evacuate, I feel like that's what you, you're supposed to do, especially if you have younger kids who can't really uh, do things on their own, you know? So, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. You know, uh, when it, when hurricane happened, I was probably eight or nine. So, you know, I just know how it was, you know, having to walk through that water, you know, I mean, pushing over dead bodies just to, you know, for your grandmother and grandfather just to pass through. Uh, loot and things like that. So uh, if you have the choice to leave, you know, leave. Other than that, you know, the, the choice is yours at the end of the day. We'll go to JP Peterson. 
Hey, Lenny, um, I know you, you'd probably not like to get all the work you're getting. Um, talk a little bit about uh, Rashad and Sneak and how they've, uh, how they've prepared in the offseason. I know Todd was talking about it the other day. I'd like to see those guys get some other touches. What, what is it from your vantage point? Uh, for me, you know, uh, they, do all, they do everything that they're supposed to do, you know, on time for meetings, uh, writing notes, you know, things that you, you're supposed to do as a, a pro and a professional. Um, and I, I told I told them on this this I think earlier, you know I, I'm like man, listen, we're gonna have to start this sharing the snaps, you know, because I I know those guys practice all week or whatever the case may be, and I know they want to get their they reps in. But you know, as my job, you know, I'm trying to want to say prolong my career and help them, you know, get them some snaps and things like that. So I mean, their time is gonna come for sure. Last question will come from Joey Knight. Lenny, it's obvious Tom has a lot of trust in you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. It's obvious Tom has a lot of trust in you, and I think a lot of that is your ability to pass block and pass protect. How much pride do you just take in that, the way that part of your game has evolved? Yeah, uh, over the years, I've gotten better. You know, uh, coming to Tampa, I had to get better, you know, because knowing you're blocking for one of the greatest, I'm not going to say players, but guys, you know, in the world. You know, he's a great guy to be around. So, you know, and just like it goes both, both ways, you know, we have to block for time. The receivers have to block for the running backs. The running backs blocks for the wide receivers. You know, it's opened up so much for our offense. So we're going to get back to that, the basics. You know, uh, I know we haven't been scoring a lot of points how we wanted to, you know. We just still figuring things out with a lot of injuries and things like that, but there's no excuses. But we're gonna get better each and every week. You know, usually after a loss, you know, you'll be kind of bummed out. But you know, I'm happy that happened earlier. You know, like I told Devin, you know, I wish we would have could have went you know undefeated, but you know, things happen, and uh, it's on to the next. All right, that's all we have time for. Thanks, Lenny. All right. Appreciate it, y'all.